people who are listening to the recorded version of this just just go back to the live version and just see what we said for the last five minutes yeah um so i've just seen something on uh on one of the facebook groups and i think that that's a troll job and what a guy said um, oh i just got these but i can't get the coffee to come through at a normal speed it's too fast what grinder should i get to it and uh, he was sounding like he had no idea absolutely no idea about coffee making and uh, the coffee machine that he just got was a uh, la marzocco linea mini now that means that someone's just spent about th- what three and a half thousand pounds on yeah, a coffee three machine and a half thousand pounds i'm just wondering without his details because he might get bored and want to get rid of it I'll no actually i want him as, as my best friend because he clearly has more money than sense but anyway or, or not because everything's relative now, if if you had a million bucks in the bank, if I had a million bucks in the in the bank, I wouldn't buy a Ferrari to learn to drive, would I? You wouldn't, but I probably would. Yes, and then you're going to what? Come well, on. I'm going to either get bored of it or crash it or or put it into reverse at seventy miles an hour or something like that. Precisely. So, yeah. should you actually spend all of? Uh, I mean thousands in a coffee machine to start with no you shouldn't and then you have you say okay i have a 350 pounds budget 500 dollars budget to start Mm -hmm. what do i buy yeah and that's what the show is about today so not very much well, no, the, much is the answer. <laughs> no. Actually, I mean, it depends. So if you go out and here's the thing, you're going to have to buy secondhand, at least yeah. the machine, right? Yes. You're gonna and have actually, to that's a sensible thing to do. It is. Because you buy it at a certain price. And if you're a little savvy, because you have to, to scope a little around and uh, you don't buy the cheapest, you, know, you don't buy the most expensive. You buy in the mean, so in the average. And uh, you buy it at that price, and you will resell it at the same price. So it, technically, it didn't cost you much. Yep, it's a very low low bar entry. But also, I think you know you you will get obviously more for your money at um, at uh, if you're looking at the second hand market. It does limit you on choices? Yes. Um, but you're limited at that price. And I, I just nevertheless, I think it's not so important at this point, at this price point, at this stage of your journey where you're starting out. Mm-hmm. You know, really getting hung up on the sort of nuances and features of different machines, that's not going to be where you're going to get stuck. So, so should we should we dive in and start? Because you and I took yeah. very different approaches. I mean, similar in some way, but different in in, in many. Yeah, ways. actually, I, I've seen a, I've seen a, a connecting uh, a connecting line between uh, both of our choices, and I think it makes a lot of sense. There are two main things. First of all. I would I would want first of all to define what is the bare bone minimum that you need to start. So the coffee machine, first of all, obviously. A grinder, a grinder that is good enough to make espresso, mm-hmm. and a tamper. That's all you need. Mm-hmm. Tamper. You can really get away with the plasticky one that you get from the coffee machines. They are terrible, but they are tampers. So it's not the end of the world, technically. But you can always spend about 20 pounds on a tamper. That's more or less what you should be looking for. There are tampers that cost thousands of monies uh, and they, they you know, spring-loaded, pre-loaded, so you get the same even pressure. That's bullshit. 
it's unnecessary. Like, it's not that it's what, it's, what no, it is. Sort of, it's bull. It, well, it is kind of bullshit. But it. Um, you people thought need. for a long time. People thought for the science sort of bore it out for a long time that that it that it actually made a big difference. And so yeah. this market was built around it. But now they kind of looked at it and thought actually distribution, even distribution, um, yeah. and 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 consistency is more important than. Yeah. You know how how uh, how tamping it very very hard. You can you can sit on it or tamping it lightly is exactly. It makes very little difference. The coffee is going to come out at the same speed. There's no way you can actually compact a coffee pack so much that the coffee doesn't go through if it's ground properly. It's more about keeping uh, keeping it level, right? It's about leveling it. But then a leveling tool will do that just as well. Exactly. And there are actually uh, leveling tools that double as uh, leveling tool and. um, um, tamper. But anyway, yeah. so you need a tamper. You do need that. Uh, you need a grinder, and uh, you probably want a grinder that uh, is manual because you're gonna learn something. You want to learn something. Is the cheapest option as what well. What do you mean by manual? I mean a hand grinder. Hand grinder, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's because it's the cheapest option. There are some decent ones. There is uh, the the Time More Chestnut. I think it's uh, no, that's about two hundred pounds already. No, it's not. It's not. not? Uh, no, not the C two. No, but okay. you, you're kind of you're kind of being a bit naughty and stealing my my shopping list. I Let's... think that actually that's the only one that can go down to espresso. Yeah, uh, and uh, at that price point, yeah, yeah, because if you have three hundred three hundred and fifty pounds, you don't really have a choice for a grinder because the grinder will basically eat up. All of your budget, uh, uh, or will you? I'm gonna. You haven't yet come come onto my choices. Let's kick a- it off because we're we're teasing. We're teasing yeah. people. Let's kick off and actually start and, and and get to the meat of it. And so right away we're gonna get to the meat of it. But first, but first, <laughs> <laughs> I just like to say, don't forget we're giving away a peak water filter. So uh, here's a great way. Oh, what a segue! I should have done this. I should have done this as a segue. A great way. To get ahead of your budget is get stuff for free. And actually, I've just thought this is actually a great way because you know what? There are a lot of people I've noticed that are giving stuff away for free in competitions. Mm-hmm. So enter all the competitions. You're bound to win something, you know. Eventually. Eventually. Uh, and that can get you started. But um, but uh, we normally give away a, a kilo of beans each month. This month, we're giving away the peak water filter, which is right here. As a matter of fact, you know what I'm going to do, Max? Just because we're talking about this right now, I'm going to throw in. Uh, I'm going to throw in a whole kit. I feel like one of those. I'm gonna be like one of those wow. used secondhand car salesmen. Not only do you get the peak water filter. <laughs> by the way, no purchase necessary for this. This where this is a new water filter. We're giving away just because um, I've actually got these things as as uh, as as sort of gifts that we instead of beans because I wanted to change things up a little bit. We give away something each month just to keep people happy. Um, I've also got, um, I haven't I've opened this, bought this from Amazon. Mm. One of these, this is exactly the same one as I use, a uh, coffee distribution tool. Mm-hmm. It's a no name, no, it's nothing special, but you know, anything special. Yeah. And a Motta Tamp, a Motta Tamper uh, here. We will be including this in there as well. So I'll package this all up and send them off. And you don't have to spend any money, you don't have to do anything. You just go over to our site. There'll be a link down below. One of these sort of solid, heavy. Aluminium. Oh, that's really good, actually. 
Yeah, they are actually pretty good. Uh, I've got rid of all my other tampons. I just use a solid one that came with Rocket. Um, I really like those now. So in order to win that, you just enter um, your email address and that's it. That's all you need to do. You'll be included in all future giveaways and we don't spam you. Uh, we don't share your information with anybody either. So that's worth a go. That's one way to get started. Um, uh, so where did I start? Why did we set the price point at that level? I actually set it at that level because it then precluded us from buying pretty much anything new. Yeah. In terms I was of espresso prices and everything starts at 400 ish. But you know what? It's so easy to say, look, you know, what would you buy for a thousand pounds? Get started. Right. Okay. Now I've got lots of choices. But let's mm -hmm. say you're not really ready to throw in a grand. And if you kind of don't like what you're doing, you want to get most of your money back. What mm -hmm. are your choices then? And what's your price point going to be? 350 quid. I mean, to put that in perspective, 350 quid is going to get, what kind of car would you get for 350 quid? Kind of what? Car would you get? Car. Yeah. I was going to say uh, like the one, like the trotters, that little three wheel, but actually those are quite expensive now. No, those are expensive. You're probably going to get a car that uh, someone's been murdering it. You would get a total jalopy that would cost you more than 350 quid to get it on the road. I mean, there's yeah. not much you can buy these days of value for 350 quid, but you can actually get a really, I think, pretty decent start in espresso for that 500 bucks. And here's yeah. how you're going to do it. So I'm going to start off with the espresso machine that mm -hmm. I would choose. And I'll tell you why I'm going to choose it. You're not going to like it. No, I'm not going to like it. You're not going to like this at all. I would go with a Sage Barista Express. Ugh. And and I'll Ugh. tell you, and there's, I know, and Max is Ugh. going with different <laughs> colors. Maybe I can share my screen. And here's one that I got on uh, Facebook Marketplace. I actually find Facebook Marketplace oftentimes to be a better place to go than eBay. Uh, eBay for coffee machines, I don't know. They tend to be marketed a little bit at the maybe less savvy or I don't know. People seem to put their prices a little bit higher for some reason. Yeah. I'm not well, sure Well, because why. you have to pay the fees of, um, um, of eBay and you have to... You have to include the shipping. It, it's. I'm not really sure why, but anyway, so yeah. he, this is a machine that has hardly been used. Uh, you can take a look at it. It's in really great condition. Mm -hmm. um, it's got the gr it's got everything built in. It's got a steamer. It's got the grinder, and it's obviously mm -hmm. got the espresso function. The Barista Express is really well known. Uh, water tank yep. at the back. Um, it's a relatively small item, easy to ship. He's even throwing in there some Kafiza, which I was going to try to um, I was going to try and spec out separately, but that's thrown in as well. So you're basically getting here a complete kit for 250 pounds. Yeah. Now, I I actually want to add some things to this. The risk and of there is a risk on it though. You don't know what is what it looks like inside. Well, um, hopefully, the fact that he's got Kafiza. Um, shows that this guy, and he hasn't used it that much, he says, which I can believe looking at it. But you're mm -hmm. right, those are the sorts of things to look for. Yeah, because you can actually, I mean, I have I have had coffee machines in my hands and opened them. People saying, oh, I've descaled it very often. And then you realize that they think that descaling it is using cafizza. Yeah, I think it looks fair to say that but there is no such thing as a total free lunch. And if you're going to go for a secondhand machine of any kind, um, then you're going to risk there's going to be something wrong with it. So obviously, 
caveat emptor and you know look carefully at the history of the individuals etc um this mm -hmm. this chap here wants it to be collected um, in person so you have a chance to make a coffee to look at it before you buy it which i'd always recommend in any case um and, but i think this is a great place to start and yeah. i'm not going to go on about the rest of my choices but this will um this will give you what you need uh, actually, even if you didn't do anything else, this would give you a, a starting point. But there's yeah, more that I you want can to. actually because there's a tamper in there already included, so you don't need yeah. the tamper in that one, and the tamper comes yeah. off. Yeah, it's kind of a self-started kit. It's not a bad way to get started. Um, yeah. New. I'm not sure how much they are new, but they're they're quite a bit more than that. I think they're four or something. I think three hundred-ish pounds. Yeah. So right in, you're two hundred and fifty quid. You're kind of getting a ready to get started kit. You just need to look and keep your eyes open. Yeah. Max, over to you, what would be your start? So for me, I'm actually going to go for something very similar, but they are more rare than unicorn tears. Um, I would actually go for a second-hand Gadja Pyros. is the one I have, and it's, you know, it's an extremely capable machine. It's basically a Gadja Classic, but they've put a, a grinder with it. So again, it's a compact grinder and coffee machine at the same time so you don't need a grinder and that's a very capable grinder is actually um um conical burr like the the sage mm -hmm. i think it's a bit faster it's a very messy grinder but it will actually get you where you need to be and it does very good espresso okay it's very it's capable of grinding very good for espresso i've actually tried uh, a sage um that particular model and I think that he struggles to make espresso with normal portafilters. If you use the pressurized portafilters, it's okay. And I just say uh, what, what you that there's a um, there's a tip with those. Yeah, you need to re-zero the, the grinder. So you know, you need you to have fast. to re-zero the grinder, and and it's not that hard to do. But most people don't do that. It's not. But it. remember, we're talking of people that is going to be their first coffee machine, the first the, the entry level. So that is something that would put me off. However, yeah, it, it's provided with a, a pressurized portafilter, which makes a difference. The Paros can do the same. I think it's uh, it's also can be used with a pressurized portafilter. It's a good start. But if you're using actually a pressurized portafilter, you don't need the Paros. You can actually get a much cheaper uh, Gaja Evolution or uh, a Gaja Espresso, and those are, those come for about 150 pounds. I don't think we want to use pressurized portafilters. I think this huh? is kind of against against the point of of the exercise. People want to be grinding fresh beans and making espresso. Yes, you can grind fresh beans and make espresso with a with a pressurized portafilter. You can't Why do that. Why would you want to do that? Well, because you have a coffee machine that is set at 15 bars. Oh, because of the, the pressure setting on them. Right, right. But if you don't blow all your budget on the coffee machine, then you can spend some money. Say, for example, you get a second-hand coffee machine, mm -hmm. like a Gaja Classic or a Gaja Paros. If it hasn't been modified yet, you have to, you have to modify the... Uh, the overpressure valve, and that is something that you can get someone to do. You can, or you can do it yourself. It's up to you. It's but actually very you, easy to do. I've done that, but but the thing it is, is very I, easy. I want to stay away from doing that because, again, 
this is the guy's first introduction. So somebody or girl's first introduction into, hey, I'd like to, and I'm thinking of my sister here. My sister asked me this question, except she was incredibly difficult. She's like, but I don't want anything that's plastic. I was like, come on, because you want, you know, save the planet. And um, I was like, well, okay, you, you want to spend, you know, 300 quid, but you don't want any plastic. That's going to be tricky. Um, actually, you ended up pushing her towards one of those uh, sort of glass type, Chemex type things. Actually, she's quite happy with. Oh, yeah, those are amazing. Yeah. But if you're going to get a coffee machine, you want espresso coffee particularly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, I think the, the objective has to be that they're not going to have to pull the machine apart from their first day to start putting in different exactly. valves and, and tubes. Exactly. So for, for me, a pressurized portafilter wouldn't be uh, a crime. Actually, it's, it's going to extract very good coffee. It's going to make very good coffee. It's going to be a weird frothy coffee is not going to be a proper crema. It's not going to be really good coffee, but it's going to be, it but you know, be. it's going to be, it, it, it's going to be okay. I have to say, remember when we go back, we should have one of those little remember and we sort of like go back in the mist thing, our special effects, if I can be bothered mm-hmm. at it. Uh, a number of episodes ago, and I had that coffee company in Belgium send me a bunch of, of coffees to try. Mm-hmm. And they gave me flavored coffee. It was a pre-ground flavored coffee because yeah. it was a super big in the Russian market. And they're like, hey, try this, because this is we're doing a lot of this business in, in Russia. And I'm like, what the hell am I going to do with creme brulee flavored? You know, and you said put it in the pressurized porter filter. Mm-hmm. I had, I think, six espresso machines at the time. And you <laughs> said, pick one of those sages that you've got. I think I used the Sage Bambino Plus, put it in the pressurized porter filter there, and you were absolutely right made pretty good coffee you but can possible you can make actually quite uh, quite good coffee the pressurized porta filter will help you it will be your friend and it will get you towards the espresso then once mm. you get good at that because there, there is other other variables you have to learn tamping tamping properly making it even uh, for us now that we've been doing it for a long time it's something that comes second nature it's uh, it's very easy yeah i'm gonna go there and you know, don't even think about it. Mm. But the first time you do it, it's awkward. Mm. Do I let, is it level? Am I going to stress over it? How much should I put? How much should I grind? Way in, way out. So that Gagia, that Gagia um, Paros that you're talking about, yes. that comes with, it, it's set up with 15 bars of pressure? Yes. All okay. of the Gagias that you buy off the shelf, new, they all come out with, 15 bar don't know why however the paros is an old version of the classic so it actually has an overpressure valve that you can adjust so you you can actually modify that but you need then to buy a gauge you need to to determine what is your pressure it's a bit of a faff there Mm. are people that do that there are kits available that you can buy already set up it wouldn't be for that particular machine because it's for the gadget classic pro and it wouldn't fit in the one in the Paros because it's an older model from the 2000, I think. So, but okay. So, old machine. so you, you'd get the Paros with a pressurized porter filter. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and its and, own grinder. And it's got its own grinder. So you're set up and ready to go. How much do those cost if you can find them? If you can find them, you can you can you find them on, on a range between 120 to 150. It's, it's not it's a very good price. It's very, very cheap. You got a lot of money left over to buy coffee. Yeah, exactly. 
and uh, it actually has its own uh, tamper crappy tamper in the in the machine it, it's not something that comes off you just it's just one of those that you press against but yeah. it's okay yeah. it is okay well um let me jump back then and talk about my next thing because i've i've now blown 250 pounds i've got 100 mm -hmm. pounds left of my budget uh here's what i would buy next i would go and uh, i would buy the since we're talking about tampers uh, i found this tamper which is a uh, now remember because we're using a Sage machine, which is a Breville in the US. Yeah, that they have those fifty three. It's fifty three or fifty four. Fifty four. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so you can get this in fifty three or fifty four mil. Um, you want to get it right up as close as possible. You don't want to be leaving gaps. You don't want to be using a fifty three mil tamper in a fifty four mil basket because you'll leave a small gap around the side. Mm -hmm. Where water will run so get the right size but you can get them in different sizes and this rhino one it's down to it's down to to 19 pounds and 99p um now as you pointed out my uh my sage barista express comes with the tamper and it's I've actually a, a pretty good tamper that one and it feels good in the hand it does it's, it's not Which very one? awkward the sage the one, one in, the, in the sage in the in the barista awful what are you talking about? You, you were taking drugs. You but, were taking uh, drugs at the time. Oh, it's plasticky, but it's now I okay. know that you are seriously whacked out on drugs half the time, Max, because that is an awful tamper. What are you? I, it's terrible. How how is a good tamper good? Well, okay. So first of all, it has to fit perfectly, right? So it has to fit, and and it and it does fit. So it kind of you can do the job with it. But here's mm -hmm. the thing: for me, you know that for me. And I think for a lot of people doing this, they're going to want to enjoy the experience. And picking up that little piece of plastic, which weighs about the same as a paperclip, yeah. and trying to tamp with a paperclip weight thing, there's just no, it doesn't feel nice. It doesn't, it's not nice. It's like, it's like taking a shower, getting out, and then drying yourself with the cheapest wet towel, right? True. Yes. But as long as it gets you dry. get the job done. Mm -hmm. But one, imagine that you now got a 1,000 thread Egyptian cotton, you know, how pampered and warm and how great that feels getting out the shower versus the soggy wet tea towel that you got as an alternative. Absolutely. Both will get the job done. And I'm just saying for 20 quid, I've got my 350 quid. You can't stop me. I've got my 350 quid budget and I'm going to spend it on 19 pounds on this, on this improved tamper. Okay. Absolutely fine. Uh, I'm, I, I'm with you on that one, but it's it's not it's unnecessary already but did i share the screen and show this i think i did not let me go and show the one i'm, I'm talking about so you can take a look at this that's actually that. very similar to the do you see that, that little piece of plastic that's yeah, in but there it's metal at the bottom hmm? it's metal at the bottom i don't know if it is metal yeah, it is metal. Well, I know it's sort of metal. It's one of those metals that you just it's think it's metal and it's metal at the top because it's a magnet that holds it in so that's that looks very similar to it. No, it, it it's not. I've used these runners before. Um, this is not the heaviest tamper you can get. It, of course, it's not the best tamper you can get for night. No, I mean they, they are okay, obviously. You you but you don't necessarily need it. That's it's a big step up. I'm just saying, as part of your overall experience, to make this a pleasant experience and get you and get you hooked. Yeah, true. I got the money to spend. That's what I'm going to do with it. Now, you could be, it could be, Max, 
that if you spend a bit more than 250 quid, because you can't find one like that. Now, I'm also hoping this guy says 250. I'm going to get down there. I'm going to look at it. I'm going to be like, oh, it's a bit, uh, yeah, 250 is going to be a bit of a stretch for this machine. I, I would get him down at least another, you know, 15 or 20 quid off. At least, and yeah. At least, right? So you're really talking, and I'm going at, at the price he's put there, 250. I'm, I'd be hoping to get it for 230 or 225 or something like that. I'll bring it out and say cash because that makes absolutely no difference whatsoever, but people like the sound of it. I'd rustle it in front of his face. Like, mm -hmm. I'll, uh, I, one, one thing that I just remembered that uh, it, came, it came natural to me, but then uh, I just remembered it. If you buy a, a gadget, mm -hmm. you open yourself to a lot of potential next machines without having to change all of your gear mm -hmm. namely the tamper and the because you got the 58 mil now i'm yes now i am very aware of that i think you've just picked on the achilles heel in my strategy which i was hoping you'd miss <laughs> it is true you're locked in although although max do you remember mm. that machine that we really liked and we including you really mm. liked when we were reviewing machines and that had a 54 mil uh doohickey the the you know Valdi. the one the Vilvaldi. is it 54 it was 50 whatever it wasn't i think it was like something strange like 52 or something no new. no no it was either 53 or 54 and it's probably the same as uh as the sage i think it was the same as the sage mm. and so it could be that you upgrade to that and that actually is a wonderful upgrade oh, path. Yeah, that would be amazing seriously good upgrade path right yeah through. Not a whole lot of money either. You can find them secondhand if you remember what it is that we actually said, which was the what, Max? <laughs> it's the Vivaldi. Uh, the, um... the Vivaldi 2. There's a few of them, aren't there? Yeah. Who makes it? What's the machine name company? Yes, I'm the, trying to remember. The model number is Vivaldi, but who makes it, Max? La Spaziale. La Spaziale. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I, I was actually, that. it was killing me there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you actually have machine. got an upgrade pass. So my Achilles heel is is slightly less of an Achilles heel. Slightly, but it's still... They it's are still, you're much more limited, right? Absolutely. I do accept that. I do accept that. Um, so now you, you've got your... You've only spent, you know, 200 spondulis maybe. Um, yeah. What, what are you going to do with the, with the rest of your money? Uh, well, for example... I I would I would stick to a ganja, and I'm actually... I was looking at them, and I, mm. and I would actually... Probably, if I want a new machine, I would probably get one of the ones that doesn't have the, the three-way valve because it doesn't really matter. It doesn't make your coffee better to have a three-way valve. Sucks the water out the, out the puck. Makes your puck yes. easier to empty. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't. I it, don't like a soggy puck. I use a paintbrush to get my, uh, my coffee ground after I knock it out to get the, the remaining I mean, If it's soggy, I my paintbrush gets... gets I rinse under dirty. the sink, under the water. I just give it a bit of a rinse and then... Yeah, but my coffee machine is two steps from my sink. And what happens is you wash it out under the sink. As you walk those two steps back, you drip it all over the floor. You're plumbed in, right? Uh, that's another You can actually use... Uh, you plumbed can... in yet. Yeah, okay. But well, once you're plumbed in, you can actually use this, the hot water spout for what it's designed for. Ah, anyway, where the... I don't actually switch that boiler on, so I wouldn't be able to... We're digressing. Yeah. Does it come from that boiler? 
or does it come from the other? Uh, it comes from, from, from the, from the steam boiler. boiler, I'm pretty sure. That's silly. Anyway, doesn't matter. Um, the coffee machine, we have it. So I would actually go probably for... Um, if you can't find the Paros, because they are actually very rare, that there's not many around, and the few that are around, the, the people don't sell them because they're actually very good machines. Um, if you can't find the Paros, you can get a Gadget Classic, and you can normally find them for 100-ish, 120 pounds. Yeah, I'm pretty bad shape, 120 pounds. You're going to spend 200, 200 plus for a decent That's the issue. Decent Sometimes machine. you find them. It depends, really. It depends. There was a period where you could find them. I mean, people would throw them at your back. Yeah, um, yeah, that was. It yeah. was like a couple of years ago. Then before we started talking good about them, it's our yeah, fault. We pushed. It's either us or the pandemic pushed the prices up. I'm not sure which it was. Yeah. And I mean, you, you would find Ganja Classics. Yeah, I have a hundred pounds. Oh yeah, here ha have three of them. Yeah, and then you can actually pay someone 50, 50 pounds to descale it and clean it and tune it for you. Mm -hmm. And I can, I know at least one person that would do that. Mm -hmm. um, but anyway, so you get one of those, or you get you can get a new one, um, but not a Gadget Classic because that's like four hundred pounds and mad. Uh, you can get a Gadget Evolution or um, um, a Gadget Espresso, one of the ones that don't have the fancy three-way valve. It's absolutely fine. It will have a pressurized portafilter. It will have the same boiler as the Gadget Classic. It will make the same kind of steam as the Gadget Classic. So in theory, you can you can make a very nice cappuccino. You can make very nice latte art if you really want to. You can learn that. You can learn to make good tasting coffee. And you can also, eventually, you can also modify that to add a, an overpressure valve and you can put it at nine bar and that will take you all the way to professional tasting coffee. And then you can decide, okay, I, I like this, this game and you upgrade into a big coffee machine. Uh, so we have those. Let's say we spent about 200 pounds on it. We have uh, 150 pounds left. Mm -hmm. With 150 pounds left, I would try to spend 100 pounds on the grinder. Right. If you don't have a grinder. Because you can probably find an old uh, Rancilio Rocky, which is a capable grinder. It can do good coffee, a good grind. You can try to find um, a Gaja MDF, which is also a very capable grinder that I used to have. Uh, that's a flatbird grinder. You can find those for 100 to 150 pounds. And the tamper. And that's all you need really to start. And you can, so you can actually get started, but I would actually compromise in, the, in what you get. And that gives you more or less a feel for what. You can do quite a lot with that, right? Yeah, you can, you can quite learn. A lot. You, you, you can, can do quite learn. a lot with it. Well, so, so basically, just to sum up your, your package. You would go for one of the gadgets, the Paros, if you can find it, or one of the other gadgets that, that, that comes with a um, without the three-way solenoid. So when we're talking about a three-way solenoid, that may be foreign language to some people, but just go and take a look on the features and you'll see that a lot of, you know, if the machine has it, they'll really tout it like it's a big deal. All a three-way solenoid does, it's like it, 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 it sucks. Basically, it's a valve 
that when the pressure is created inside the basket, when, when the, the water has been pushed through the coffee, at the end of it, there's a valve and it opens up and all that pressure is released, which basically sucks the water out and away, leaving you with a dry puck that you can easily you know, knock out into a knockbox. Um, and, uh, and as Max says, you, you, you don't need that. I personally like having a dry puck, but you're absolutely right in that that's a sort of a, that's a sacrifice that you can actually easily discard uh, mm-hmm. and, and, and make if you're going to get a better overall package. So that's what you'd go for. Then you'd go and put the rest of the money into a separate grinder and, uh, and probably put most of the money there. Um, and you'd work with that. I think that's a pretty, I think that's a, it's a very intellectual approach to it. I've got a slightly, I've got a slightly more mainstream approach, which, uh, I'm going to go share my screen again and, and, and talk about some of the other things that I would get. So my, my package is stuff that you can definitely get. Like you could go searching for all this stuff today, tonight, tomorrow, and you'd find it like almost for sure. Even the Sage Barista Express. The reason I picked that particular model is because it has it's the no frills version, and there's a lot of them around. There's a lot of them around. You're bound to find one. If you don't find one at that price point and the condition that you like, wait a couple of days and you'll find another one on the market. So the next thing I was going to pick out was actually um, I would go for a coffee distributor. So you can get these in 53 mils as well. I'd actually put this in as a higher priority over the tamper even. I think. What you can do with these distribution tools is you can spin the top uh, up and down and lock mm-hmm. them into place so that that metal part protruding at the bottom is deeper. And that means you can kind of tamp a little bit. You can get it, you can push down. So you're not just skimming the top of the coffee, but you're compressing the coffee a little bit and then distributing it. And doing that, um, if you see, there's been a number of videos made by some uh, some very respected sort of coffee roasters and that lot who are running tests, showing that the distribution is way more important to um, the extraction than tamping. So I'd actually get this first. It's a tenner, for God's sakes, it's 10 pounds. So I've now spent 250 or less, if I can haggle the guy on the machine, I've spent... Uh, 19 pounds and 99p on the tamper. And I've now spent another tenner on the coffee distribution tool. And I've got Prime, so I get free delivery. So I've added up, what's that, 280 odd quid? Yeah, something mm-hmm. like that. 280, yeah, about 280 pounds. So what would I spend the rest on? Well, interestingly, um, I would actually go for a second grinder. And the reason I'd go for a second grinder is for two things. First of all, I think those Sage grinders, the grinders that come with the Sage machine are actually mm-hmm. decent, especially if you set them up right. They're, yeah. they're not going to set the world on fire, but they're, but they're decent. Um, but you can, do, you can be so much more flexible with a hand grinder. You're not going to necessarily want to adjust that um the beans in that hopper like once you've got the beans in the hopper like the way i think the way you'll find it i know this can technically work a different way but if you'll end up doing what i'm doing which you will do mm-hmm. because it's like it's the laziest least kind of effort route is you throw beans into the hopper you're not going to do single shots with that hopper are you're not going to do a um you're not going to put just enough beans into that hopper to do one shot 
because the way that those grinders work is they need to have a certain amount of beans in them to push them through and to get the gravity and so forth. Yeah. So what I tend to do is I tend to have um, it set up and, and dialed in for a particular coffee in that hopper. And then I have a separate hand grinder, which I play with. That's my, that's what the one that I I'll play with different, um, different grind sizes and, and, and different extractions. I've also got a different baskets. So I'll try different baskets, different amounts, different quantities, different grind sizes. And I'll do that all with a hand grinder. So I've got the ultimate flexibility of not messing up the grind settings on my hopper so that when your partner or son or whoever comes down and wants to make a coffee that they're angry because you've been playing with the grind settings and now you can't remember how to set it back again. Um, and you've got a separate hand grinder that you can, that you can be creative with. This hand grinder is 59 pounds. It's not, again, in terms of quality of materials, it's not the best, but it's, I mean, the results that you'll get with it are pretty damn decent. And all the, all the reports I've heard back from people that I know who own one are very happy with it. Um, so I would pair these two together. It also means that if you do get rid of the uh, Sage Barista Express or Breville um, in the future, that you can keep that hand grinder and the hand grinder comes in useful if you're traveling or if you want to make uh, pour overs or get into other types of coffees. So that would be the, the next thing I do. That adds 60 pounds. So I've got the Sage Barista Express. I've got the coffee distributor. That's 250 plus 10. That's 260. I've got the Tampa plus another 20. That's 280. I add this in there. I'm at 340, right? Mm -hmm. I think I'm actually at 380. Eight, sorry, three hundred and thirty-eight. Because I've couple quid off there, but I'm okay. Who's counting exactly? Um, if I was going to stretch just a little bit more, just an extra five quid. If I could squeeze, if I can knock that guy down by five pounds, I would then also get some of these um, third wave water because uh, I think it would be again fascinating to those who are getting into coffee to be making some coffee. And then to use some third wave water, which basically, um, in, instead of buying a peak water filter, you're using these tablets inside your uh, inside your water tank, and um, and that will set the water up to be uh, optimal or reasonably optimal for extracting coffee. And I'd I'd like you to try without these. And then without changing anything else to try with these in the water and see what a difference it makes, because it's quite noticeable. Mm. And that would be my setup for 350 quid. I think that's a pretty decent setup. Mm. Yeah, I was actually looking for, um, uh, for Gadget Evolution because they don't make it anymore. So I found one on eBay starting bid is 50 pounds. And I found also another one still on eBay where the starting bid is 35 pounds. So oh that's my pretty God. good. You can probably get them for about 100-ish, 120. And those are very good machines. They're like the gadgets, the normal gadget. And uh, accidentally, I stumbled upon a Gadget XD, which is a dual, uh, a dual group head uh, for 120. Oh, okay. Wow. I don't think you need the dual group head. Don't get people into, you know... <laughs> well, it needs to be refurbished. <laughs> I am looking at you. Know anyone that does that, Max? Huh? Do you know anyone that does that refurbishment? I don't know. I, I know a guy. I know a guy. Mm. 
All right. So that's what like we would do. Yeah. I'd be interested to know. I mean, what others would do. I mean, I, this is, you know, everyone says this because they want you to comment really below and, and it pushes their YouTube stats up. But I actually genuinely would be yeah. really interested. If you had 350 pounds, if you've got 350 you pounds and you're in America, you're obviously screwed because that's not legal tender. No, exactly. Um, if you've got 350 pounds in the UK or you've got $500 in America, or, you know, wherever you're at, if you're in Poland, you'd have Lex. Is it Lex? Or... No mm. idea. Uh, so, you know, whatever it is in your local currency, I'd be interested to know what you would buy. Um, because I just found this a fascinating, I found this a fascinating exercise. What's available. A lot of machines have gone up in price over the, over the course of the pandemic. Things that were yeah. cheap are now less cheap. Um, so it's become a bit of a, it's become a bit of a, um, a bit of a rip-off. And a rip-off, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, would you be able to get anything new? Would you, would you try to get anything new? Is it worth it? Yeah, I'd be interested to know if there is a new thing that I'm talking espresso now, so nobody comes in and goes, I can get a Kalita Wave or something like that. That's not the same. Well, yeah, thing. I mean, I could get a mocha, get a mocha for 20 pounds. I'll get my AeroPress and I can make espresso with that. And it's no, no, you can't. So it's not uh, espresso, it's AeroPresso. It's AeroPresso. Uh, so yeah, do that. Uh, next week, keep an eye out on bartalks.net because we are releasing. Um, that interview with Massimiliano Pogliani, the CEO, the CEO of, uh, of Ely Coffee, uh, talking about their journey to um, something called B Core certification, which you're going to hear more and more about as everyone talks about ESG. But basically, it's their commitment to, to, to being an ethical company and, and sort of what they had to do to go through to, uh, to do that in a very transparent way, you know, the way they have to report it and what it means and all that kind of stuff. Um, but it's all just to me, it's interesting to talk to the CEO of a big company like that. And, and you know, um, I asked him the question. Here's a, here's a thing for you. He was Oracle World. Do you know Oracle, the, the software company? Mm -hmm. He was at Oracle World a few years ago, and, uh, and they had an Illy Coffee stand there. And, uh, and he was waiting in line. And I, I wanted to, did you really wait in line, Max? Or did he go to the front? He's like, no, no, I waited in line. I waited in line. I was like, okay. Did Larry Ellison wait in line or did he go? And he avoided that question, I think. So, mm. You know, Larry Ellison's the CEO of Oracle. And if you haven't, if you don't know who Larry Ellison is, he's got a reputation for being a bit of an egomaniac, a bit of a psychopath. There was a book written about him called The Difference Between God and Larry Ellison. And then in subtitle, it's God doesn't think he's Larry Ellison. Um, why give an insight into this guy? Wow. I asked him, I said, did Larry, did Larry, did Larry jump the queue? I don't think he answered. Anyway, let's wrap it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a really good, it was a very intellectually stimulating session, Max. Thank you very much, as always. Thank you for, no uh, thank you for putting a shirt on for the podcast. That's, that's much appreciated. And uh, I will see you next week, sir. We're going to talk about coffee next week. Maybe one, next week, let's talk about some of the coffee we're drinking, because I've been drinking some great coffees. Uh, yeah, me too. I think, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> being a coffee podcast, we should do that from once uh, once in a while. Yeah, I think we should probably do it every now and then. <laughs> All right, my friend, you take care. Bye. See you.